This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 940, Resistance, Rationalization, and Emotional Suppression by Aaron Blasky of aaronblasky.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, welcome to the old podcast, the OLD podcast, that's Optimal Living Daily, where I simply read to you. And Optimal Living Daily is actually a network of five shows where we read from a ton of amazing blogs so they can give your eyes a break and listen on the go. And we finally created an Instagram account, so I'd love it if you follow us there. I do bonus book raffles there, and you can actually see pictures of all of the hosts of our shows, plus fun facts you may have never known about us, even pictures from you, the listener, showing where you're listening from. I love those, and a lot more. You can find us at Old Podcast on Instagram. I'll give a quick reminder about that at the end of the show, so for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Resistance, Rationalization, and Emotional Suppression by Aaron Blasky of aaronblasky.com. I started reading The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield today, thank you, Jamie, and I ended up reading half the book over lunch. The key concept to the book is overcoming resistance and breaking through mental blocks. The book is designed to help you win the war as it relates to your creative blocks, but I kept parlaying the information back to my regular life The things that I do on a regular basis that fall into the category of resistance and how I use rationalization to let resistance win. Let me start with one example of how this showed up in my life. Resistance and rationalization. Last night I had plans to meet up with some friends for dinner. However, something was up for me and I resisted going. I rationalized my later and later departure from home with a work task I needed to do, which could have waited, I rationalized my resistance around getting up and getting in my car by whining about the cold temperatures. I failed to stop and look at what was really wrong. I was feeling down due to an uncomfortable experience that occurred earlier in the week and I needed some self-care. Specifically, I wanted a warm blanket and some cuddles with my daughter. Then as I mustered up motivation to push through my resistance and go to dinner, Willow and Steve returned home from the dentist. Willow, my four-year-old daughter, wasn't feeling great, her mouth was swollen from her appointment, and she only wanted me. Specifically, she wanted me on the couch with a warm blanket and lots of cuddles. Oh, universe, I see what you did there, giving me exactly what I wanted. So, I stayed home, with a warm blanket, and cuddled. But I didn't feel any better. In Pressfield's book, he says, quote, rationalization is resistance's right-hand man. Its job is to keep us from feeling the shame we would feel if we truly faced what cowards we are for not doing our work, end quote. So how does this relate to my example? By not going to dinner, I was avoiding feeling the feelings of sadness, and I knew that if I saw my girlfriends, they'd see it on my face and I'd have to talk about it. 
I wasn't ready to talk about it. The talking about it piece was the work that still had to be done, the work that I was afraid of doing. By staying in and cuddling, I could suppress the emotions that I was feeling, replace them with happy emotions, and pretend like everything was a-okay. However, cuddling is temporary. The effects wore off soon after, and I found myself diving into another task, income taxes, to avoid having to do the work to feel better, to face the problems head on and create a solution. Emotional suppression. Even though my example is quite specific to me, replace cuddling or income taxes with anything that shows up in your life that you use to avoid dealing with your problems. Think about the ways in which you suppress your emotions. We all partake in activities that numb us out, but that can also be extremely unhealthy. In an article on emotional suppression, the author writes, quote, if you frequently try to push away thoughts and feelings, you may be making more trouble for yourself. In fact, it is possible that this is setting up a vicious cycle. You have a painful emotion, you try to push it away. This leads to more painful emotions, which you try to push away, and so on, end quote. Sounds an awful lot like resistance, doesn't it? In hindsight, I should have went out last night. Having my girlfriend see my sadness would have allowed me to get honest about where I was at and what I was dealing with. It would have provided me an opportunity to talk about it, get some much-needed clarity, and potentially feel better at a soul level. Oftentimes, though, we resist that which we need the most. We resist the help and support. We resist the advice. We resist the signs. Instead, we rationalize all of the reasons why we're okay. Letting it bother me makes me appear weak to others. If I just ignore it on my own, it'll go away. There are bigger things happening in the world. My issue doesn't matter. Moving forward. Going through the experience last night made me realize that I often avoid people when I don't wanna face what's going on in my life. It's easier to avoid mirrors when we look or feel terrible, right? My friends act as mirrors for me. They see whatever is up for me right there on my face. As an exercise, think about the activities that you partake in that are enabling emotional suppression. Do you dive into your work to avoid thinking about the issues? Do you eat junk food to force the emotions back down into your belly? Do you numb out with drugs, alcohol, or frivolous Once you identify the issues, think about ways in which you might be able to face these emotions head on instead. In a psychcentral.com article on the subject of sitting with painful emotions, they offer three steps that I feel are pretty useful. Observe your emotions, validate your emotions, and focus on the present. I'll add a fourth one, mindful breathing and meditation. Growing in our awareness and obtaining better control over our emotions is key to living a happy and fulfilling life. The tricky part is figuring out when we're suppressing emotions and understanding the best way to face them head on. You just listened to the post titled Resistance, Rationalization, and Emotional Suppression by Aaron Blasky of aaronblasky.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wow, another one that mentioned meditation. That was complete coincidence. You can check out yesterday's episode to hear all about Chris Reining's experience doing a 10-day meditation retreat. 
And a quick reminder, we post quotes along with pictures of us, behind the scenes stuff, and special book giveaways to random people following us on Instagram. Check it out, our account is at oldpodcast. So I'll see you there and I'll be back tomorrow for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.